Yo, today's QOD is quitters never win and winners never quit. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quote of the Day show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Lisa Nichols leading off the week, and today she's going to share her classic story about how quitters never win and winners never quit because amazing things can happen, my friend, when you change the conversation going on in your head. Before we get to Lisa, quick announcement. If you've been to the merch store at seancroxton.com slash merch, you may have noticed that there's um, only one piece of apparel there. We got rid of all our T-shirts, our Henleys, our hoodies and all that stuff. Uh, they will be back in about two weeks. I wasn't a big fan of the quality of the tees and the hoodies. And so I had them take those down. We are going to be putting better quality tees and hoodies in the store very soon, like ones that wash really well and don't fall apart and they feel good good coming right out of the box and you just want to put them on and so uh i know me i'm a t-shirt snob i like to buy a t-shirt once and it lasts like almost forever so uh i want the same thing for you so check back at the merch store in a couple weeks i'll give you an announcement i'll tell you when they're back up but it's seancroxton.com slash merch and right now we've got notebooks in there we've got um coffee mugs we've got tumblers we've got um beanies and hats and such so if you want to go there today you certainly may again seancroxton.com slash merch lisa nichols she's coming up I'm going to share a story with you, go into a little more of that, because the stories kind of drive into messages as well. Talked about um, my swimming. I swam competition for uh, seven, eight years. And though I was a top track runner, swimming had a different experience. In swimming, I had a problem. I always came in dead last. Say dead last. Say dead last. No, say it like you said if I wasn't around. Dead last. She came in dead last. You know how you drag that out if I wasn't here, right? And so I would always get an honorable mention. He's laughing because he knows what an honorable mention means. An honorable mention is a ribbon that says what? Thank you for showing up. You didn't do diddly squat, but we don't want you to leave here empty-handed. Y'all come back now, you hear? Now... I'm going to share this story with you because stories allow you to deliver your message inside of a story. And when you have a story and you know your story, you're less likely to move away from it. You just need to know the point you want to land. And your story has to always drive to the point that you're teaching. So use appropriate stories. So I have a list of stories. I got about 13, 14 stories, and I choose a story based on what, what message I want to land. So if ever you go off base, go to that story. Because stories teach people without pointing at them. It's just a story, but it's not pointing at them, okay? You can come out of a story, and you can drive someone to action by coming out of a story as well. You can teach transformation inside your story. I believe one of the first things I do with my students is I ask them and I help them to identify their core story and their core message and make sure it fits with the story that they want to tell to the world. So I want to quit this particular day I, I come in dead last. We'd had 
15 swimmies, 13 swimmies that year, and I'd come in dead last every single one. They had eight lanes, I come in eight. They had six lanes, I come in six. They had 10 lanes, I came in 10. And so this particular day, I was tired. Anybody been tired? I, I, one hand up or two hands up. Come on, you guys. This is an interactive process. Thank you very much. You've been tired. Even if you love doing something, it's still getting tired. Like, I'm tired of going uphill. I'm tired of pushing. I love this, but it feels like this, doesn't, this isn't going to feel good if I keep doing it like this. Anybody been there? Exactly. I was there with swimming. Now, here's where I, I, I'm a talk. I, God, I, I'm never, I've never, never done this before. I'm telling you the story, and then I'm telling you about the story. Are you guys getting that? Okay, so, so I'm weaving the message inside the story so that at the end, I don't have to teach a whole lesson because the story is doing it, too. You guys get that? So I was tired. I went to my grandmother's house. My grandmother was the safest place on the planet for me. And I said, Grandma, look, I'm tired. I keep playing full out, and I'm getting nothing in return. I feel like I'm getting nothing in return. I keep showing up, and it feels like no one even notices that I show up. I keep doing my best, and no one even says thank you. Anybody feel like that? I, I, I'm, I'm playing. Even though I came and did last, Grandma, I played full out. I said, Grandma, so I decided to quit. She said, quit? I said, quit, ma'am? <laughs> like, I don't know how you say it. <laughs> she said, uh, baby, come sit right here. She said, uh, Grandma, I got to tell you something. She said, you only 15, so you might not know this. She said, but you come from a long line of winners. And quitters never win. And winners never quit. She said, your great-great-grandparents, they had it hard, baby. See, they worked sun up to sun down with blistering toes and blistering fingers in the sun, and they had heat strokes, and they raised other people's children, and they wanted to quit, but they didn't. Because that's, that's what you come from, baby. And your grandparents, they didn't have iPods and iPads and cell phones, and they didn't have any of the amenities that you have, and they still made it. And they never passed down their complaints to you, baby. They just passed down their stories of resiliency. Why? Because quitters never win, and winners never quit. She said, so, baby, I know you thought you had the option of quitting, but Grandma needs to take that option off the table. That's not in your blood. She said, so you're going out there and you swim that swim meet like you always do, and Grandma's going to say the same prayer she always says, God, thank you for giving my baby the victory. As a speaker, you got to be comfortable looking a little crazy on stage. <laughs> Y'all looking up like God there, right? When I take you with me, you go with me. You go everywhere I go with my words. She said, God, thank you for giving my baby the victory before she ever starts the race. I said, Grandma, I know you think I got the victory. And I know the God thinks I got the victory, but somebody need to tell the judge. <laughs> When you're talking about something that's visceral, hurt, pain, um, scarcity, lack, you have the option to take them right back up with a moment of laughter and then go right back down. You can still go back down to the hurt, but if you take me too low, that's going to take that much more time to take me back out. Have you ever felt like you were sitting in the audience, someone dumped on you and then let you go? And you just didn't feel like you came all the way back up? They probably didn't do it intentionally, but they didn't spend as much time in the high that they spent in that deep low. 
or the deep low was so deep that they needed to go there and come right back out and spend extra time up here so you can level out or be higher than you were. Does that make sense, you guys? So you time your stories and where you tell them. So my grandmother sent me home. She told me I was going to swim. So the next day I show up in the, in the gymnasium to swim, and I saw the worst sight ever. My entire family in the bleachers. Lisa! Hey, girl, we love you. <laughs> There's only one thing, you guys, worse than coming in dead last. It's coming in dead last with your entire family watching. And I know my family, they'd be at Fourth of July saying, girl, she was splashing water everywhere, everywhere. They was out the pool and she was still splashing. She might want to put that peach cobbler down. And I look at my family, I'm like, why are you guys here? What happened? We, we got your back. We see you, girl. Why are you here? Grandmama called us and said, go help that baby. I go over to the judge. I said, Judge, hi, I'm Lisa. I'm here to swim the, the freestyle, 50-yard freestyle. Can I just have my honorable mention now? Judge said, oh, I'm sorry. Your heat has already swam. I said, oh, cool. He said, wait, wait, wait. Coach, do you want her to swim with the 17, 18-year-olds? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. The 15-year-olds have me for lunch. I'll be their appetizer. Please don't. My coach said, Lisa, go on. You need the exercise. I said, I don't need the exercise. I've mastered losing. Thank you very much. I have a loser shrine at home. So I get in the lane. It's the worst lane ever. It's the center lane. If anyone ever been a swimmer, the worst lane to get in, if you know you're going to lose, is the center lane. Because you don't ever know what happened by the time you hit the wall. But you got a long journey to the edge. So I get in the center lane. Guys, this is where you guys all get a free look at my cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has some kind of taste for chocolate. And, and I get on deck. I get on deck, and at 15, I notice immediately the big difference between a 15-year-old girl and an 18-year-old girl. At 15, I had a blue bathing suit with blue lace. At 18, Speedo. I was like, that's not cute. At 15... I had my hair going back in cornrows with, yes, matching blue barrettes. At 18, Speedo cap. I'm like, that really ain't cute. At 15, I had on waterproof mascara. <laughs> At 18, goggles. I was like, that's so not cute. At 15, I got on deck. Hi. Hi, my, hi, my name is Lisa. I'm scared. Hi. Wait for me. We'll go to the bathroom together. I'm going to take a little while, but wait. At 18, I was like, I can do that too, I think. You got to be willing as a speaker to put it all in there, you guys. 
you got to jump to the edge of your own stage. The gun, swimmer, see your mark. I said, God, I know you said, have faith of a mustard seed. I'm all right with that. But I think we need a watermelon seed today. But you said, if I don't see it, just have faith in my heart. How many of you guys right now, you know you got to buckle down on the faith in your heart about something? Love, family, money, relationship, your weight, your life, something. And you got you to gotta know in your heart because there's no physical evidence of it. Yes, yes? There's no physical evidence, but you never, ever needed physical evidence anyway. Summer, see your mark. Pow! Gun goes off, hit the water. Quitters never win, winners never quit. Quitters never win, y'all help me. Quitters never win, winners never quit. Louder, quitters never win, winners never quit. Quitters never win, winners never quit. I drew my right arm back. There was one girl equal to me. I said, oh, today? She coming in what? Dead last. Quitters never win, winners never, come on, y'all. Quitters never win, winners never quit. I did the flip turn, butt shot. Quitters never win, winners never quit. Quitters never win, winners never quit. Quitters never win, winners never quit. I hit the wall. I looked to my left. There was no one there. I looked to my right. There was no one there. I said, you know that negative chatter that we got in our head? I said, dang, I'm so slow they got out the pool already? I'm getting slower by the hour. I look up to my coach, but you know that tired, I did my best look. She said, Lisa, Lisa, look, Lisa, look, look, look. And I'm like, what, what? Look behind you. And I look behind me, and the first person had just hit the halfway mark. But you know our negative chatter, right? To me, that's why we all need the coach, someone in our life calling us to our greatness. I looked at my coach. I said, coach, was I supposed to swim three laps? <laughs> yes, yes. I said, coach, what happened? You want me to go back? What? what? <laughs> my coach comes over to me. She goes, what did you do differently? What did you do differently? I've trained with you all year long. What did you do differently? I was like, uh, 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 my scare, my braids. Oh, 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 my grandmother, I went to quit yesterday, and my grandmother said that quitters never win and winners never quit, so I decided to chant that while I was swimming. She said, what? I just chanted something new while I was swimming. She said, pause, hold them there. Y'all not even breathing yet, y'all all, all want to know. Ain't nobody talking, that's how you do it. What were you chanting before? I don't want to lose. 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 <laughs> she said, I said, what happened, coach? What happened? What the heck happened? She said, Lisa, at age 15, you just broke the 1718 national record for freestyle. Yes, yes? 
Yes, yes. The only, the only dynamic that changed was the conversation going on in my head. All right, that was Lisa Nichols. Her website is motivatingthemasses.com. You can watch today's entire talk on the YouTube. It is called How to Truly Move Your Audience, Lisa Nichols. All right, I will see you tomorrow with Mr. Jim Rohn. I am out. Peace. (laughs) 